hello, welcome everybody. Uh, it's Thursday, Thursday night. I thought I'd give it a, give it a shot. I put out a request for some Q and A's. Hey guys, Tom Cat, how you doing? Panzu, how you doing? Uh, S of HRS, hello everybody. Um, so I put out a request for some Q and A's. Guys, I've been absolutely inundated with questions. I could not believe the amount of questions I have received. Let me just set this tripod up. Um, yeah, I could not believe the amount of questions I received. I've had well over a hundred questions from all you guys. Um, I've got everyone here. I'm going to try and get through as many of them as I can. Uh, there's some really good ones as well. And not, I was really surprised. I thought I was going to get hit with, um, what's the best gun what's the best upgrade questions but no there's some really good ones here so thank you very much to everybody who has hit me up um youtube is a bit difficult to follow all the live questions i just saw like one pop up here i think someone's asking where i am uh, this is a little bit of land i've got behind my behind my house so if i miss any questions here as you ask them guys um I apologize. It's going to be very difficult, I think, to uh, scroll down. I'm just looking here at the questions as they, as they pop up. Um, but I'm going to go through these questions. I'm going to try and get through some of them, um, as many as we can. I'll probably We've probably got, looking at the light, we've probably got close to an hour. This could go on that long. I've literally got probably 110 questions here. So I'm going to kick straight off. I'm going to go from the first right down to the end, guys. So here, let's go. Uh, David asks... Uh, what is the ideal eye pro for Gilly? He uses goggles covered in camo mesh, but he doesn't think it's ideal. Well, for me, um, probably one of the most striking things about my loadout are my goggles. These are mesh goggles, and they are made by a uh, an Englishman called goes by the name of Hero Shark. Check him out on Facebook. Uh, Hero Shark. Search him on Facebook. I like the mesh. It's got really good visibility, as you can see through there um, these are based on bolle glasses and he changes the lenses out to this mesh uh, i know a lot of people in some countries think they're unsafe uh hero shock no hero shark mate as in the shark um, the swimmer um, they provide excellent visibility they do not uh, steam up and as you can see i craft them and they become an integral part of my uh, concealment system. So moving on, let's bash some of these out. Uh, Leno asks, why do you shoot almost always to the head? Uh, second question in. Um, I have done a blog post on that. I have got a um, a blog uh, on medium.com, medium.com forward slash at kicking Mustang. Um, and I talk about why I do headshots when I'm in a hide situation. Um, a lot of it's to do with uh, I do not take uh, many shots or I, I limit uh, and I want to limit the movement. I go into detail on my blog. So check out my blog, uh, medium.com forward slash at kicking Mustang. And I go into that one. Um, Camille says um, he's a huge fan and uh, an inspiration. Keep on doing it. Thank you, Camille. Um, he wants to have a video showing the full sniper setup, explaining what I carry and why. And greetings from Poland. So, Camille, my setup, as you can see here. Um, the webbing I use is based on a 1990s uh, U.S. Army webbing. Whether you've seen, I don't know if you've seen the film um, Tears of the Sun with Bruce Willis, it's the same webbing they wear in that. So it's got, you can see here, it's got M4 pouches built into it. Now, I'll usually have my Mark 23 in a cross draw. That is removed at the moment. Um, this is a very comfortable uh, 
very lightweight and comfortable. And it, that's it, tears of the sun. That's all, not tears of the, yeah. Um, I've got a belt on it where I can attach various uh, uh, pouches if I need to carry more. And I have a camelback. The camelback, you can see, has got artificial vegetation added to it. And it also allows me to add natural veg and it allows me to have hydration. I wear this on top of my webbing. Um, at the moment, I'm really fond of, I don't know if you can see, turn this camera down just a little bit, I can't see. I'm using an HK45 pistol in a surfer holster, which I carry on my hip. Um, I almost always have a Mark 23, which I don't have on me. Uh, I have communications. I'm using these new bone conductor headsets. These are um, by Code Red, and I have these attached to a very cheap Bofang radio, but the headset is top quality. It's a bone conductor, and it allows me to talk and listen uh, through the vibrations and it means i can communicate with my teammate by whispering um, as well as talking very very good headset they're available if you're in europe they're available at airsoftwinkle.nl um, and there is a they're not they're not cheap i think they're about 100 euros maybe a little bit around that price um, and there is a discount code if you're interested in these there's a 12 and a half percent discount code if you put in mustang with a capital m at airsoftwinkle uh, .nl. Um, the webbing you can pick up super cheap, camelback super cheap, everything I wear is pretty much uh, super cheap apart from the headset is a bit Gucci and the Serpa holster I use is a little bit Gucci. Apart from everything else it's really old basic stuff. Um, the leaf suit obviously you guys see is based on a Jack Pike leaf suit which I modify using artificial veg. Again most of this stuff I pick up pretty cheaply. So that's my basic loadout. I've got, I've got some rifles. I'll have a look into those in a minute because I know loads of people have asked about this. Um, Marquez asked, do you think Gilly would be a good name for his future son? Yes, Gilly's a great name. But maybe uh, James is better. Uh, uh, Avoiding Death on YouTube asked, do I ever wash this thing? And if I do, um, how? No, I don't wash it. If I ever perhaps fall into some really stinky like rolling deer piss or rolling um, fox shit, I might hang it up to dry out for a couple of days, but I would never wash it. I love it when it gets dirty in the winter, even before games. Uh, if it's wet out and muddy, I will actually roll this in the mud before I actually put it on. Um, Dolly face uh, asks, when and how did I get into airsoft? I got into airsoft... Um, I, a friend of mine, he's got a bit of land in Oxford and he uh, bought a bunch of airsoft guns to have a, an airsoft party in his land and he's got a river running through it and that's how I got into it. I first started using a shotgun, a cheap shotgun and I loved the single shots. They're all using the AGs. I loved this shotgun and I sort of was being a bit of a sniper with a shotgun and that's how I got into airsoft. That was probably eight years ago, something like that now. Um, Anthony says, what is my background? Am I ex-military or law enforcement? No, I'm not. Um, I have no uh, military or law enforcement experience whatsoever. Um, I've just always been a really sneaky bastard since I was a little kid. Uh, key. apologies if I did not pronounce your name correctly, uh, asked, what is the base of my leaf suit and where do I get it from and the extra leaves? Well, the this leaf suit I'm wearing, the base of it is actually an old Jack Pike. They don't make these anymore. The new ones are not so good. They're okay. Um, but if you are just starting out looking to buy a leaf suit, I would suggest perhaps as a starter looking at the MF 
H leaf suits. Uh, they are available from Skirm Shop in Europe, both skirmshop.co.uk and skirmshop.nl. They have got excellent colours, arguably better colours than this jet pike suit. But the suits are perhaps not quite robust, but it's a really good starter suit at a really good price. You can pick those up for somewhere in the region of maybe 50 to 60 euros, I think, especially if you add in my uh, the Kicking Mustang discount code at the Skirm Shop Shops. Um, good hunting, but only take the one from the trash bins. No, okay. um, guys, I apologise again if I'm missing the live comments as they're flying by. It's really difficult on this YouTube to keep up with the live comments, but I've got a load of questions, so we're good. Um, uh, Silent Outlaw asks about my ghillie again. Loads of questions about my ghillie for obvious reasons. He asks, how do I make it? If you are interested in how I craft and make my ghillie, um, check out, well, first of all, check out my Instagram. Um, I, I put a lot of ghillie porn on there and I'll do loads of live streams like this. I often go on and do ad hoc live streams when I'm crafting or just out and about doing things. Instagram, uh, kicking Mustang on there. But there's also a Facebook group um, called Sniper Ops and check that out. It's uh, Facebook forward slash groups forward slash sniper operations, all one word. And that was my um, a group originally started to support a series of games that we play. Uh, but there's some really good ghillie crafting techniques in there. And that's probably the best place. Instagram for my live streams and the Facebook sniper ops group to learn about it. Um, let's move on. Uh, Joshua asked, do I ever climb trees and snipe people from there? Yes, sir. I do. I love climbing trees. Absolutely love it. Um, the problem is obviously if you get caught up in a tree, you're either, um, you're probably going to get shot up. So you got to make sure you don't get seen. And also a lot of sites don't allow it. So before you do climb trees, be either very sure they allow it or listen very closely at the briefing. And if they don't mention no clean tree climbing, then, uh, be good to go, I think. Um, so Naruta says, do I like pina coladas? Not a great fan of pina coladas. I prefer red wine. Um, and he says, a stupid question. Um, how do you mount my head cam? I don't have it with me, but I use a strap, um, a GoPro strap, and that becomes an integrated part of my concealment system. Um, again, I will. there's information on that in the Sniper Ops group on Facebook. Um, Speedy asks, how much does each of your suppressed pistols cost? I don't have it on me, but the Mark 23s, there's two types you can get. There's a cheaper clone version, which you can pick up for maybe 40 to 50 pounds. And that's made by a number STTI or ASG. They all rebrand it. But the one I use is the Tokyo Marui Mark 23. They're in the region of 120 to 130 pounds for the base pistol. Um, Cabal asks, bolt action or automatic rifle? Bolt action, mate. That is a pretty straightforward question. Uh, Jonathan asks, why am I not dying in my ghillie? I presume he means from the heat and not being shot. Um, uh, I presume it's about the heat. Well, they're very, very thin. You can see, I'm wearing it, you can see how thin that is. That's my flesh underneath there, the skin. Um, if I'm wearing a wicking layer, it's actually a really cool loadout and the heat does not affect you too much. Uh, let's move on. Sugar packet. He would like to know my equipment setup. Not the rifle pistol, but the actual clothes and my ghillie suit. Okay, let's have a look at my clothes. Um, underneath my ghillie suit, I will usually wear a wicking layer. Uh, at the Tonight, I've got a pair of... Uh, um, Pencock green zone trousers, which I do sometimes wear in the summer months because you, especially when it's really green, just having I mean, nice green trousers. But what's interesting here, I've got on footwear. These, this time of year, 
I love to wear ninja boots. These literally are ninja boots, which I've camouflaged. Uh, the reason I wear these boots is because they've got very, very thin soles. It allows me to feel the ground underneath my foot. Um, they absorb the sound and it allows me to feel when I've, I'm about to tread on a twig and allows me to pull away from making noises. That's, uh, yeah, I think that's a really important part of my loadout. Perhaps you don't get to see that too often in my video. But Sochi, um, some people call him the Russian Mustang. Check him out, Sniper Sochi on uh, YouTube. I would love to go to Russia and play with him. Um, can I show you my complete airsoft collection? Rocky Marino asks. Uh, I can't, but tonight um, I've got two of my very favorite guns at the moment. This actually is, and someone's asked me this, and I, I haven't got to their question yet, but what is my favorite airsoft gun? My favorite airsoft gun is not my SRS. It is not my VSR. This is my favorite airsoft gun. This is my Tanaka. You can see how long it is. This is my Tanaka M40. It is a gas rifle. Um, it takes runs on green gas. It's only really very good in the summer months. Um, it looks like a VSR, but it's a gas-powered rifle. The reason I like it is because when I cock it, it's literally a case of doing this. Very, very slow movement. Um, you can do very small movement, and it's incredibly quiet. Super, super quiet. Very, I absolutely love it. It's got incredible range, super accurate. The reason you don't see me use it very often, there's probably only a couple of videos you see me using it, is because the mags, that's how many BBs are in there. It only takes 10 BBs. That's a bit of an issue. Um, but that's my favorite gun, the Tanaka um, M40. Uh, another gun I've got with me tonight, which I want to use, and someone else has asked me a question about DMRs, is this SVD. This is probably one of my favorite guns, but I never use it. Um, it's an AEG, which is probably why. I'll come on to that in a minute, I think. Someone's asked me about that. Uh, oops. Um, let's bash some more out. Uh, Blaz asked, how long have I been airsofting for? About eight years. Guardian Airsoft says, when am I coming to the States to play airsoft? The problem is it's going to be difficult to get my guns out there. So if someone wants to help me out get into the US, I would absolutely love to. Uh, Ryan Smith asks, hey, Kicking Mustang, would you recommend the Springer Custom Works S-Trigger or a Lalac Zero Trigger for a VSR? I love Lalac's parts. I've got Lalac's parts in my VSR, but I use the Springer Custom Works S-Trigger. I use the budget version, which doesn't have a silencer. Um, I would highly recommend... Uh, not a uh, suppressor. I would highly recommend the Springer Custom Works uh, triggers. I love those. Um, moving on. King Albie says, leaf suit versus traditional ghillie suit. What are my opinions? Well, you know I love leaf suits, but in the right situation, a traditional suit works as well. Quite often, um, I will actually wear a traditional suit over the top of my leaf suit, and I use that to add natural vegetation to it. So depending on the situation, um, most of the time, leaf suits, but if the situation warrants it, a traditional. Dark Ninja asks, am I awesome? I don't know. I like to think so. Uh, okay, more. God, I've got so many questions. Brady. Um, could I do more in-depth videos on YouTube about how I secure extra foliage to the suit? Guys, um, I mentioned it earlier, uh, follow me on Instagram, Instagram Kicking Mustang. I will quite often at the start of a game day go on live and I will show you how 
I prepare my suit uh, before a game. So follow me on Instagram. I do live streams there. Trip Clan asks, have I ever played paintball? Uh, once, many, many years ago, I had a game of paintball. Uh, I don't have, I don't remember it too much. I was probably 20 years ago. I don't remember it too much. Um, Chance asks, what can I give any tips for staying stealthy while sniping? Um, let me give you two tips. One tip, uh, think like a sloth. So everything you're doing, move very, very slowly. If it, you, if it, it has to feel like you're in slow motion. Feel like you're in slow motion all the time. Imagine that you are being watched and move in slow motion, even when you don't think you are being watched. Another trick I use is when I am um, hiding, I like to force myself. If I'm up against an object, whether it's a mound or, or a tree or a bush, I always try to force myself to push my head against the object. Um, it feels a little bit unnatural, but it stops that silhouette. That's a good habit to get into. If you ever can, put your head against the object you're trying to hide uh, alongside or, or in. Um, it disrupts that shape and makes you become more of a part of the uh, environment you're trying to hide in. So that's my two tips for tonight. Uh, Kingfisher asks, how do you make the camo wrap for your guns? They look badass. Um, let's take a look at the Tanaka. You can see it here. Um, this is camo tape i use this is a um this camo tape here and this camo tape are both jack pike camo tapes i think they're both in stock well this one is definitely in stock in um skirm shop graham hicks i see your your comment now i will dm you mate again guys apologies if these comments are flying by um it's difficult for me to see them on youtube and difficult to scroll so i do apologize if i'm missing anything um but here um so i've got camo tape this is available from skirm shop it's a jack pike tape it's pretty good value. I think it's really, really good. It's got like a furry finish to it. But then on the barrel, this camel, this wrap, this is actually natural moss. And I use shugu to stick this on. Uh, I wrap it in raffia, uh, attach sort of leaves, artificial leaves. Uh, and there's a feather. That's a pheasant feather. And a little bit of camo, camo netting there. Uh, again, guys, you know, these techniques are in the Sniper Ops group on Facebook. Get yourselves in there. Um, and a lot of this stuff is shared. Uh, people perhaps will be a little bit timid about doing this because I literally do um, I literally do uh, stick this on with the shugu, so it's pretty permanent on my guns, but it does provide the best uh, concealment. Um, Nash asked, what boots do I use? Touched on that a little bit earlier. I wear my ninja boots at the moment. Um, perhaps if it's a, a tougher terrain, I would wear 511 um, I use 511 Skylights, I think they're called. Uh, they are not waterproof, but they're very, very light uh, 511 boots. I really do like those. Um, Aaron says he's just getting into airsoft and wants to be a sniper. What equipment, including clothing, would I recommend? Dude, you just have to keep it cheap. It's, um, search around on YouTube for how to build ghillie suits or join a sniper ops group. You can do it really cheaply. Get a cheap pair of BDUs, even just green or brown trousers, and then... Um, you can make a jacket, you can add hessian, you can just make this stuff pretty cheaply, but don't uh, go cheap on your eyewear. Get good eyewear and concentrate on getting that face protected and crafted. Um, let's check it out. Commando Forces says, uh, hey, Mustang, me and my team are huge fans of yours. Keep it up. What sniper rifle do you recommend? 
for someone who is just starting in the sniper role, something effective and affordable for regular airsoft games. Um, I would probably go um, for a Cymer VSR. They come, they give it a lot of punch out of the box. You're probably about 400, 450 FPS, and they're much higher quality uh, finish now than the JG Bar 10s. They're very similar to the TMs, and they take just a few hop tweaks, and you can get a pretty good gun. Uh, Mr. Misteron uh, is asking, is the Novridge SSG 24 uh, a good rifle for beginners? Yep, definitely. Without a doubt, it's uh, good out of the box and you don't have to do much to them. So if you're just getting into sniping and you've got the money, yeah, without a doubt, it's a good gun to start with. I wouldn't deny that. Uh, Santiago, in your opinion, what is the best iPro for anti-fog or for anti-fog using a ghillie? Uh, Hero Sharks, mate, if you just joined us, Hero Shark goggles. These have obviously been crafted. Check out Hero Shark, as in the shark, uh, on Facebook. He does the best eye protection, in my opinion. Uh, Stanley says, how did my first airsoft match ever go? I remember I was uh, with my little shotgun um, in my friend's plot of land and he came out of the river. He's got a river going through his garden and he had a big LMG and he shot me up in the face full auto. And I remember I was wearing shooting glasses and I had all cuts across my face and we chronoed that thing. And it was like 400 FPS and he shot me from like five, 10 meters away. Um, that was how my first Airsoft game went. I was using the shotgun and I got shot in the face. Um, Airsoft Marksman asks, how should I cover up my boots silhouette uh, by Ninja Boots? Or how about socks? I know um, in, well, I haven't done this myself, but I've been meaning to try it. Brown socks over the top of your boots. So they did that in World War II and that's a pretty good way of doing it. Uh, let's move through. Uh, Vladimir is asking about the upgrades I have on my SRS. I've got very few upgrades. I actually am using it pretty standard now. I've got a different barrel because I bent my barrel, but I'm actually using stock hop chamber and I just use a, um, a slightly different hop rubber. I use a poison apple hop rubber and that's pretty much it really guys. PDI barrel and a poison apple hop rubber. Uh, Ryan is asking what type of sidearm do you suggest? Uh, and he's never owned a sidearm. I don't go, I actually don't go cheap on a sidearm. A lot of people go for a WE pistol because they're cheaper than the TMs and they are metal. Avoid WE pistols. Spend a little bit more. Get yourself a Tokyo Marui pistol, whether it's one of these new gens like the HK45 or a USP or an MP9 or an older gen. Go for something like a SIG 226 by Tokyo Marui. But any Tokyo Marui pistol, you can't really go wrong. Uh, Spend that little bit extra on that Tokyo Marui and you'll have something that's a, uh, reliable all year round, uh, works well, is accurate, and it will serve you well. So I would say go Tokyo Marui. Uh, so many questions about my goggles. I've already covered that. Um, Robin asks about, do I get good range on the Maple Leaf 601 barrel? He's heard range and uh, you only get good range with wide bore. No, that's not the case. Tight bore and wide bore is a... a fierce debate and no one really knows the answer there's some people say the longest range comes from tight bore i personally in my tanaka here i use a 6.08 in my uh, vsi it's a 6.02 uh, crazy jet um, i have used a 601 edgy um, i've also used a 604 pdi i've used a lalac 603 
None of those widths make any difference to the range you're getting. They just affect the gas efficiency. I think if you've got an over-volumed gun like a Tanaka here, which has got loads of gas, or an SRS, which has got a really big amount of volume uh, being thrown down that barrel, a wider bore seems to work better. The same with a Mark 23 pistol. Um, lots of air volume you can get away with a wider bore and they seem to perform uh, better than a tight bore in my opinion so for example in a mark 23 pistol i would strongly recommend not going for a tight bore at six or 601 i would strongly recommend not doing that um, i know some people are selling these upgrade barrels from which are tight you don't need to and it, if anything i think i've had bad results with tight bores in the mark 23s and in the tanakas keep them wide on a gas gun um, let's move on. Uh, Unknown Gaming says, do I play any PC games? No, I don't, but I play Xbox and I do like World of Tanks. How's everyone doing? Is everyone still with me? We've still got people in the stream. It's good stuff. Let's bang these out. Um, Aim Gaming says, can I do a detailed video on making sneaky leaf 3D gillies? Uh, again, I could do for YouTube and maybe I should, uh, but at the moment, my recommendation is head over to the Sniper Ops group on uh, Facebook for all the details about how to craft these gillies. Uh, Mr. Darkfield asks, have I tried the KC02? I have. I don't own one, but I really like them and I would love one. Uh, I know if you upgrade them, they can be really, really special weapons. So I wouldn't mind one. And that moves us on to the next question, which is, uh, what do I think about DMRs? I'm, I think DMRs, they're not satisfying. For example, this one here, this is a lovely DMR. This is the uh, Real Sword SVD, uh, super solid, very, very strong, beautiful gun. But the issue with it is, it's not as satisfying as those single shots with a bolt action. You can get a lot of follow-up shots. It's great for mashing skirmish, mashing players at a skirmish, but for the satisfaction of hitting those single shots, not quite the same. I am going to give that a go, though, in um, the next few weeks. I've got a few upgrades I want to do to it first. But DMRs, not as satisfying, but very, very effective. Um, what mag pouches do I use for my SRS? Well, I put one in here in the M16. I put one in my hip pocket and uh, one in my other hip pocket. And that's pretty much it. Uh, sometimes I might have one in a pouch on here, but I don't use anything fancy at all. Most of my equipment, I pretty much do on the cheap, to be honest, guys. I don't do anything fancy. It's mostly based around uh, just jury rigging, cable tying stuff on. And yeah, so nothing fancy about my SRS mags. Uh, uh, Nuhal Peruya asks, uh, apologies if I did not pronounce your name correctly, asks, are mesh goggles dangerous? No, they are not dangerous. I think that is a fallacy. In his country, they are prohibited because they say they can, uh, BBs can shatter. I've had BBs shatter on mine, and it's just like getting a bit of dust in your eye. Uh, so no, I would say they are not dangerous. In fact, you get better visibility. Um, I feel very, very safe in my goggles. I have no issues with them whatsoever. Skills asks, what's the most number of kills I've got in one match? Lost count, dude. I've actually have lost count. There is one video I've put on YouTube, which has got the Halo thumbnail, and that has a 52 kill streak. That's a genuine 52 kill streak. That's probably the biggest kill streak I had, and that was caused short by a marshal who incorrectly stopped play. That one could have gone on to 70 or 80. Um, uh, let's move on. Um, Toxic says, how do I make my sniper and ghillie so good? Uh, just practice, mate. Practice, practice, practice. Uh, cracked out clown asks, are you the type of sniper that stays in one spot 
or do I move around when possible? He's an ex-British Army infantryman and he sees benefits in firing and moving. A lot depends on the game game type, mate. Um, I do like to get in a hide and if I feel I'm in a good position and I'm nice and quiet, I will keep on in that position, picking my shots so the enemy don't hear or see me. But you are absolutely 100% correct. There are some videos you'll see where I'll hit the opponents and then slip off and move away, coming at them from different angles. So 100% uh, move hitting and moving is a good tactic. Uh, Kieran asked, what was my first airsoft sniper? A Tokyo Marui VSR. Um, Mackage. Again, apologies about the pronunciation. I think he might be Polish. Apologies. Uh, when am I developing my own ghillie and airsoft sniper? I doubt very much I'll develop my own airsoft sniper but I may be looking to put a ghillie out at some stage soon. Uh, I am working on it, but it is harder than you would think to get this thing uh, manufactured. Uh, Joshua asks, who killed John F. Kennedy? I heard it was Silo's dad, but I, I've only heard that as a rumour. I don't really know. Uh, whether that's true or not. Paco asks, do I clean your, do I clean my leaf suit? No, um, I think I covered that earlier. Uh, Paco again asks, do you get ticks? Thankfully, no, but this is actually a really important question. Ticks do happen. You have to be, I don't think you can completely avoid them. Put, you can put insecticide on and cover yourself up. I wear tight, um, tight uh, sort of base layer which hopefully protects me but if you do get a tick you've got to be very very careful check yourself guys because there are diseases that are spread especially look out for the bullseye rash if you get a bullseye rash get yourself to a doctor straight away after being bitten by tick because that can be a very serious disease called Lyme disease uh, my friend Nicola has suffered from that so be aware of Lyme disease from ticks it is it's something that is very important for snipers to be aware of Jupa says is the Gen 1 SRI still worth getting um, I would personally get the, the second gen or perhaps even wait for the third gen. Um, another question about my ghillie suit. Uh, Killshot asked about Tiger Stripe. I like Tiger Stripe, um, I think. But the most important thing is getting the tones of the colour right for the environment you're playing in rather than the pattern, is my opinion. Um, gosh, so many people asking about my suits and how to make it. Uh, Sam asked, would I ever play in Scotland? Scotland's a long, long way to go. I'm not aware of any exciting sites up there that I would really like to play at, to be honest. Um, there's a lot of really cool places in Europe, and I'm not far from the ports and airports, so getting to Europe is probably easier for me than getting up to Scotland. Uh, what scope? What's the new scope cam like? The run cam? It's good. I've got a video I've been using it on my pistol. It works good, but it's pretty much just the run cam 2 in a different shell. The shell is really good, but it is just a run cam 2. Um, but it is it is a lovely design. Uh, Mika asked, was I in the military at any point? No, I think I've answered that one already. I wasn't. I was just been a very sneaky, sneaky kid, and I've always have been a sneaky kid. Um, Aim asks, he wants to attach camo, mesh, raffia, sneaky leads onto a sniper, viper, hood uh, and cargo pants. Yeah, mate, go for that. This, These techniques, I put it on a, a leaf suit, but guys, you can use this on just a hood. You can even attach this stuff to just normal clothes. Sniper operative Kenny, he has his normal trousers and he puts mesh and concealment on there. It's getting a little bit dark here, guys. I've been going for half an hour. So I've actually bashed out quite a few questions here. 
Um, I'm going to do two more questions before I'm going to sign off, just because we're losing light here. Uh, Director Alex from Ireland says he has a one dual limit on all their guns in Ireland. So, yeah, he would love to hear my thoughts on whether or not you dare give up the range advantage of your sniper and play like one of us leprechauns. Um, dude, uh, power does not always equal range, as I'm sure you guys in Ireland know. Our We've got Mark 23s, which are firing at one dual that are hitting 80 to 90 metres. And even this pistol here, this Tokyo Marie, which has got the maple leaf upgrades, is firing at one joule at stock um, limits. And this is hitting um, accurately out to 50, 55 metres accurately. Nine times out of 10, I can hit a human target with this thing. Um, and maximum range, this thing is reaching 60, 70 metres. Um, I love playing close up, mate. I absolutely love playing close up. So power does not really um, bother me, to be honest. Uh, so... Panzu20 asks, what is the best gun I have used? The Tanaka M40 by a mile, the best gun. Um, absolutely love it. Unfortunately, they don't make them anymore. And guys, listen, I've been going for over half an hour. Um, I don't, I've still got so, so many questions. Guys, anybody who has sent me some more, I've got so many questions here from guys. It really is really humbling. Thank you so much for all the interest. What I might do, is I'm going to perhaps tomorrow or over the weekend, I'm going to finish off the rest of these questions on an Instagram uh, live stream. I'm going to finish the rest of those off. I'm going to keep this to 30 minutes. I'm going to say thank you so much for joining me um, in my woods here. It's getting a little bit dark, so we're going to shoot off. Thank you, everyone, for joining me. I hope you found this insight um, interesting. Um, I, I can't scroll Oh, I can scroll back, but on my phone, it's a little bit awkward to scroll all of your comments. I'm going to get inside. Anybody who's asked any questions um, at all, I'm going to try and answer them directly. This should, I hope, fingers crossed, be available to watch. If it's not available to watch, I hope I can save it and upload it somewhere. But guys, thank you so much for joining this evening. It's been an absolute pleasure. I'm going to head inside bit parts now, get myself a beer and hopefully chat to some of you online. Have a great evening and catch up with you all soon.